Courtney Hinshaw, a third grade teacher from Orange County, California, who loves every picture book. And I believe that every picture book should be in every classroom. Join me to open the magic and learn how books changed my life. On today's episode, we are going to dive deep into how do I know when a new picture book is coming out? How do I know which picture books are going to suit my students or that I'm going to love? How do I organize all my picture books? Where do I buy my picture books? I can't wait to open the magic with you and let's get started on this confetti moment. Okay, picture books. I love them so much. I love them a lot. My kids always laugh at me and say, oh my gosh, Miss Hinshaw, you say every picture book is your favorite. But it is. There are not many picture books that I do not like. I feel like every picture book has something that like pulls up my heartstrings or makes me have a confetti moment or I think, oh my gosh, that would be great for the science lesson or that would be great to teach automatopoeia or whatevs. Or my favorite way of using picture books is to teach my kids all about social emotional learning and being in tune with their emotions and learning about soft skills and all those skills that we need to as I like to say, human in the world. So without further ado, let's dive in. On today's episode, which I've already shared, we're going to really dive deep into organization of picture books. And so what I like to always start with is where do I buy my picture books? So as many of you, we all love Amazon. So Amazon is a huge place of where I buy most of my picture books, but I also love to support small bookstores. We used to have, I think, like four or five in Orange County, and now we only have one, but it is my absolute favorite. It's called Whale of a Tail, and if you live in Orange County, California, please go check it out. Alex is the owner, and she's amazing and lovely, and she's been in the business for 30 years, and I actually hope to have her on my podcast one day for her to share what is it like being a business owner of a children's bookstore, her journey, all the things, how many authors and illustrators she's gotten to work with and me and I think that would be a really fun episode so stay tuned for that I also buy my picture books at Barnes and Noble and there are two types of Barnes and Noble so if you did not know there is a Barnes and Barnes and Noble bookseller and then there's a Barnes and Noble bookstore so the Barnes and Noble bookstore is my favorite favorite and there is one in Orange County that I love going to and it's in Irvine, California and it is just the best because they get a lot of titles that you might not see in other bookstores because the other ones are booksellers and this one's more of like a almost like a bookstore like a whale of a tale and they get more unique titles so those are great. But I love going to new states. I'm trying to go to all 50. And once I go to a state, I love going and finding children's bookstores and buying a picture book from the store. So that's really how, if I'm purchasing, how I get them. I also do Scholastic for my classroom, but for my own Open the Magic headquarters, those are probably the three places I shop the most. Um, I love getting books for presents, gosh, it's probably been like 10 or 11 years now where I collect the Sleeping Bear Press state 
alphabet books and I have almost 50. I think there's a few states I don't have yet, but if I've been to the state I purchase it or if a family member goes or a good friend or a teacher colleague or anyone, I ask them, can you please bring me that book back? And it'll just be forever my favorite. And so I almost have all 50. I got to check. I think I'm at like 44, 45 or something. I need to check. Stay tuned. I'll get back to you on that. And that's just how I get my picture books. I love asking for gift cards for Christmas or for my birthday. And I literally could go into Barnes and Noble and spend hours There will be times where I head over to Whale of a Tail just on a Saturday afternoon and I'm in there for like two to three hours. If you don't know, I do book events at Whale of a Tail. I do two a year. They're in April and September, my two favorite months of the year. And we just get together. We talk picture books. Last April, I shared my story for the first time, which is on episode one if you have not listened to it. And then when we did our second one in April, I had other teachers talk about how they use picture books in their classroom. And I have some pretty amazing ideas for the one that's gonna be in this April. So if you're in Orange County and you follow me on Instagram, definitely check that out. And I will be posting definitely after the new year starts. So that's where I buy my books. Now, how do I know what's coming out? So I do work with publishers and they will send me books and I am super honest I do not put books on my feed or on my blog or talk about them unless I love them and every book that I post I love so if I get let's say 10 books from a certain publisher and I don't like nine of them then I don't share nine of them I share the one that I love the most now the ones that I don't share It's not because they're horrible. I just maybe didn't have a confetti moment with it, but I take them into my classroom and I let my kids look through them. And if they have a moment of confetti, I'm like, please share it with me. I love it. And that's just kind of how I do it. And it makes my heart so happy. But if I don't know about it through a publisher, I will spend probably two hours sometimes during, if I ever have that long of a time to sit, on Amazon and I go to the children's book tab and then I go to new releases or in the next 90 days or in the next 30 days and I will make so I have like Amazon list I have a storefront if you're interested in that I can put the link below but I have like groups I'll put like I want these are going to be new books that are going to come out and I'll put them in a list I will also sometimes do like save for later so then I have it That is what I do. It's pretty simple, but it works for me. And I pretty much think I definitely support a lot of illustrators and authors for their Christmas holidays because I just love books so much. Um, Okay, what else did I want to share with you? Okay, so I talked about where I buy books. I talked about how do I know what's coming out. Also, being on Instagram, I learn about what's coming out all the people on Instagram that recommend books. I love Amy Lemon. She recommends great books. She is at, um, what is her new handle? It's Miss Amy Lemon. She does great. Vera from the Tutu Teacher. She does a lot of diversity books, which I love. Um, Yes, like those are the two that are sticking out in my mind right now. There's so many other really great ones that I'm just not thinking of it, but 
definitely check out my hashtags open the magic and picture books for my jam because a lot of teachers post under that um and oh jen's book talk is another really great one just so fun all the books all the things it's great okay organization so i have a rule when i get a new picture book i may not do anything else until i have categorized it and classified it on where i'm going to tell you what i do so what i have made is i have a google doc where i put the title the author the type it is so like picture book because i used to have chapter books on there too but now i just have picture books on the list i put the publisher and i also put like what theme it goes in i type it into my spreadsheet and then i will in my open the magic book room i have my books done by categories and themes so for example i have all my holiday ones and then within the holiday ones i have January holidays, February holidays, March holidays, April holidays, you get the drift. And it's just super easy for me to then go, oh, okay, I needed a book for Valentine's Day. Let me go to my Valentine's Day section and I pull it out. Inside every book, I have a little label that says this this book belongs to Courtney Hinshaw. And then underneath it says open the magic gonna say something that some people might not agree with but it is what it is I do not let my kids touch my books I have a very big picture book library in my classroom but the ones that are in open the magic headquarters I bring those to school I use them for the lesson and then I take them home if a student sees a book they're like oh my gosh Miss Hinshaw I love when you read that book I will try to either get it from the library, Scholastic, or sometimes I will get it from Barnes & Noble or I'll reach out to the publisher and see if they'll send one for my classroom. And that's just, that's me and that's me. There you have it. Um, okay, so we talked about organization. We've talked about where I buy them. We've talked about where I We've talked about a lot of things. Okay, so the next thing I wanted to share was what do I do when I want to use them for my classroom? So I have a picture book binder where I will put what standards certain books go with. And in my TPT store, I have a free resource. It's called the free picture book list. And I have all these different topics and what picture books I would use for that. So for example, narrative. I am using The Best Story by Eileen, or by, I think it's Eileen, Eileen Spinelli. I also use Little Red, Little Red Writing. What else do I use? Um, oh, uh, the, oh gosh, what do you get with an idea? I think it's what it's called. And there's just different ones that I use. So I know, okay, when I'm doing narrative writing, these are the ones I'm going to pull. So that is how I do that. It is super easy, super simple. I just like pencil scratch it on a piece of paper. I'll even sometimes put in my filing cabinet, okay, when I teach narrative, again, these are the books that I want to use. And that's what I do. It's pretty simple, but it works for me. And it might work for you and it might not, but do whatever works for you because it's your space. It's your library. It's your picture book collection. Um, I have a friend, Kendall, 
and I met her last, oh gosh, it's going to be two summers in July, but I met her at the International Literacy Association Conference in Austin, Texas, and she has a picture book set where she calls them white glove books, so the kids have to wear white gloves when they touch those books. I thought that was so cute. Um, oh, you know who else has, who else, I cannot talk today. You know who else has a great picture book library that they share what book they read every day is Kevin from The Kevin J. Butler. He has great picture book recommendations. I'm just so excited to talk picture books. I want to share a picture book with you right now that I just love. And then I'm going to do my rapid confetti and then we're going to end for today. But I will be back next Monday with another episode. And I can't wait to bring in teachers and illustrators and authors to be on this podcast with me. It is coming. It's almost here. It's going to be a good time. But the picture book that I want to recommend to you today is one that I just love. It is called Jabari Jumps. And if you're unfamiliar with this book, definitely go right now, check it out, pause this podcast, go check it out. And it is just lovely. Here's why I love it. A, because the illustrations are gorgeous and just take my breath away. But also the message. The message is so sweet and I just love it. So let's talk about the message. How many of you have ever done something that you were afraid of? I hope I'm seeing a lot of hands right now because we all have done something. This podcast, I fought it for so long. So it's like, I don't know how to do it. Like, how do I do it? It's just too much work. Can I do this and teach full time? Like, I just don't know. But I face my fear and I am loving doing this podcast. It's so fun. And you would laugh right now because I talk so much with my hands that I am just living my best life talking to you. And I mean, my head's a going and I am feeling all the confetti moments right now. And I love it. It's so great. So this book is about a little boy who takes swimming lessons. He practices, he's ready. He gets up on the diving board and then he's like, yeah, no, not ready. And I love that sweet moment because I think it's okay to say, you know what? I've worked so hard for something, but I'm not ready yet. And I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to continue to practice. I'm going to continue to get better. And then I'm going to try again. I think that is just such a great life lesson to teach kids. One of my favorite songs right now by Jesse J is Brave. And it talks about no matter what happens, I might fall down, but I'm going to get up again because I have a lot of fight left in me. And this book, I think, is such an important one to use with your students at the beginning of the year, in the middle of the year, at the end of the year, whenever you use it, because you want your kids to know that it's okay to fail. It is okay to get something wrong because you go, you try again, and you get better. I think that is why I am so, I feel, how do I feel? I feel so thankful for my story because it has taught me resilience. It has taught me to not give up. It has taught me to, it's okay for hard things. And I'm going to be honest, like growing up, I thought I need to know everything. Like I'm not smart enough. 
I need to know X, Y, and Z. But as I've gotten older, I've realized I don't know everything. But the cool thing is I'm always learning to get better. And that is just magical. Like I tell my kids, you don't have to be perfect, but you must try. If you do not try, that's when I get upset because it's frustrating. It's frustrating to see like my story. I tried. I tried again. And there's days when I would fail and I would just feel miserable. But I was like, you know what? No, I'm not giving up because I have these dreams and I want to do something with my life. And I think that is such a great testament to teach kids, to teach adults all the things. I'm so passionate about this and you can probably hear it in my voice right now, but I always tell my parents in my classroom, no matter what the victory is, small, medium, large, it's a victory. And when we have victories and we can look back, it makes us keep pushing forward. So I think that's why using picture books in my classroom is so important to me because it shows students that we value who they are as people. We value teaching them good qualities to have. We value teaching them the importance of a good book. We value all of these things because we care about them and we want them to do well. And I know I totally just kind of went on a tangent, but it all goes back to the book, Jabari Jumps, that we have to be our kids' cheerleaders. And sometimes they're going to need us at that diving board and they're not going to jump, but they just need us to stand there and say, it's okay. I know you'll do it next time. So with that, I'm going to leave you with that little nugget of confetti moments. But now I'm going to do my rapid confetti fire. It is random five questions that I think of. Sometimes they're going to be the same. Sometimes they're not. So obviously I'm asking myself these questions, but I think you might want to know. So that's fun. All right. Are you a morning person or a night person. I am more of a morning person. Three days a week, I get up at 4.30 to go work out at Orange Theory. And then the other two days, I sleep till like six o'clock and then I get up. I love being a morning person. It's just kind of who I am and just love it. I love to just enjoy the quiet of the morning. All right, second question. If you could eat anything every day, all day, only this for the rest of your life, what would it be? I have to say chips and guacamole love them. They're super great. All right. What is your middle name? My middle name is Anne with no E. Question number four, are you left-handed or right-handed? I am left-handed, which I find really ironic because when I went to the International Literacy Association conference two years ago in July, I was shocked how many illustrators and authors are left-handed. It was like so cool to me because I just thought, oh, but I think there's maybe some correlation of creativity and being left-handed. All right, my last question is, would you rather write in pencil or pen? And I would rather write in pencil. I love a good Ticonderoga pencil. The light pink ones that they used to have were my favorite, but I'll take a yellow one any day because they're just special. All right. That was so fun chatting with you today. I hope you learned something. Again, you can find me at Ramona Recommends on Instagram. You can email me at RamonaRecommends at gmail.com. Or you can even go to my blog, which is such a fun place to be, at RamonaRecommends.com. 
All right. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. I can't wait until next Monday. Until then, open the magic and don't forget to read a picture book to your class today. Bye.